And hello, this is another episode of Technology Expresso Radio, recording live here at the 2014 National BDPA Conference here in Indianapolis, Indiana. And our guests are Carmen Giles and Sandra Scott. Welcome, ladies. Thank Welcome. you. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> we, and I must say, they come from the award-winning chapter of Milwaukee BDPA. Yes. So congratulations. And we'll talk more about that award. But... First of all, I'll let you introduce yourselves both professionally and your affiliation with BDPA. My name is Sandra Scott. I have uh, more than 40 years of service in the corporate environment. Um, I have um, an organization that I'm CEO and president of, Scott Institute of Learning. We work with children that are third, fourth, and fifth graders, and we primarily focus with conflict management, critical thinking, and uh, financial literacy. Uh, Carmen introduced me to BDPA last year. It fits so well with what Scott Institute of Learning does. What we do is we believe that we change our children's uh, behaviors by driving higher expectation, and it really fit with what you all are doing at BDPA. Um, when Carmen told me about BDPA, I fell in love with it. I wrapped my arms around it, and she just let me and my team do what we needed to do to uh, work with helping to developing the, the Milwaukee piece of it. She uh, knighted me VP membership services, and I've had a ton of fun. Ton of fun. It's been awesome to look at our young people grow, uh, to develop confidence, to understand what computers, computer science, and the potential of what they can be. So it was a good fit. It's Thank you, Carmen. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it. Welcome to the family. Yes. And Carmen. Hi, uh, my name is Carmen Giles. Um, I am the BDPA Milwaukee chapter president. Um, we officially were um, made an, a chapter last year in August at the conference last year, so I was so happy about that. Um, I quickly had came back and told my team that we were official and that we can hit the ground running. Um, I pretty much put the team together starting March of uh, last year in 2013 and said, we're going to make this happen. I talked to Sandy personally and some of the other of my uh, leadership team and said, you know what, we're going to make this happen for Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We have to. There's so much negative press that is going on out there of kids not knowing what they need to do, kids failing, the, the uh, graduation rate is, is very low in the Wisconsin area. I said, we can't save everybody, but doggone it, we can save some. And so we then said, once we became official, we just hit the ground running. We started telling parents. We got a partnership with the Milwaukee School um, and started from there. They gave us a high school to work with. And um, the principal said, yes, I support you. Our Milwaukee County Board also supported us, gave us a server so we could have the students upload all of their work. And we had about 25 instructors helping our students. So it's just been wonderful. It, it has been wonderful. And let me uh, piggyback off of what Carmen said. It's like the stars align themselves. We know that we have some major uh, challenges to overcome, no matter what city you're in. But the time is now. 
and there is no one that's going to save us or has the capability of saving us but us. We have more intellect now at this time that in, uh, than in any other time in the world. If we can set aside our egos and to reach back and to tap people that, uh, that we need to tap, we can change the world. I believe in critical mass. And critical mass means that every time I touch someone, that person touches someone else. And that starts that snowball. That's what we saw in Milwaukee. Everyone was willing to help. We had some of the best professionals that gave up five hours every Saturday. And they came in and they touched these children's lives. These children will never be the same again. They will walk away from the experience at Washington High School. They will walk away from the experience here in Indianapolis. And they can never be the same. The unconscious mind is shaped without conscious effort. So these children will walk away just having the experience of seeing so many other professionals and young people that are doing what they can do. And if we can talk a little bit about <clears throat> the uh, competition, uh, this morning they did the oral, <laughs> and I'm so excited about it. I am tickled about it. That's how excited I am about it. Uh, they went in, they were kind of like, this is the first time they've, they've ever competed, and they walked away a little bit more stronger and, confident. A, and a little Very bit more confident. confident. Yes. You know, they are eager for the ridden. That's change. That's what we're trying to do. And they will be able to go back to Milwaukee and share their experience. With and a, lot, a little bit more self-confidence. Right. Right. Because when they came here, they were still not confident in themselves. But I can tell you and I can guarantee you, when they go back to Milwaukee, their shoulders are going to be very high mm -hmm. because they're confident in what they accomplished here this weekend. Right. And, and it's very interesting because uh, we hear from the Atlanta chapter, which you'll also experience is now they feel like they're veterans. So they like <laughs> nurturing the newbies that come in yes. and telling them what it's going to be like. And so that's wonderful. It, absolutely. So they'll start passing on that, that circle continues. What I didn't say in the opening, I did say you were an award-winning chapter, but you're the comeback chapter of the year. Yes. And, and just hearing already the introductions, people will understand why. But that's quite a story, and I think it's important because there's other chapters that have been dormant or don't even have a chapter. Mm -hmm. But maybe start sharing with us, and, and something you said was building your team. So talk about that, that story. What gave you, first of all, that initiative and drive to to you know, initiate a new chapter, maybe some of the challenges and how you approached it. Well, first of all, I went to, I came to the conference a couple of years ago um, representing Miller Coors. Miller Coors uh, said that, you know, we're going to take some people there and we're going to do a, a, a career fair. And so I was participating in the career fair, being one of the, the exhibitors to come in and to um, interview people for opportunities at Miller Coors. 
Um, one of the things that I saw was the confidence of the students that was here. All of the students are here were so confident. They, they had so much intelligence. They were using terminology that I had never heard before. And I was just taken back by that. So I wanted to just really jump up and just meet the students from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I went searching and looking for the students from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and there were no students from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I asked the board to say, why isn't there a chapter from Milwaukee? I wanted to talk with those individuals and they said, unfortunately, the Milwaukee chapter was dormant and that they were not active and so they said, you know, that's unfortunate. So I started thinking about this and saying, we need to do something. So I talked to my boss, who is Norman Fleming, and I said, Norm, we need to start a Milwaukee chapter. Will you support me with this? And he said, yes, I will support you. I went to our CIO. I said, will you support me in starting a, Mil uh, a Milwaukee chapter? And they said, yes, we will do that. So I have all of the backing from Miller Coors to, to sponsor me to start this up. We didn't have any money. I went to, <laughs> I went to Wayne Higgs and said, Wayne, how can I get money so that I can be able to to take our students. I told our students back in January, I said, you're going to the conference. I don't care if I have to pay my personal money, you will be going to the conference. Now you got to do your side, I'll hold my side up. Don't worry about the money. I told their parents, don't worry about the money, I will get your, your students there, your children there. Let me add to, because Carmen is very modest, she's a visionary. <laughs> she's a person that makes things happen. She gets a dream and she makes that dream come true. I've had the great opportunity of working with Carmen for quite a number of years. And uh, she's one of those people that you want on your team. She's a risk taker. And she has the best interest of our children in mind. And so once she decides she's going to do it, she makes it happen. So we, we built our, our um, membership. I told people come out last year in July before we were official. I, I held a membership drive and we got out of that membership drive, we got 20 people. So when I came to conference, I had 20 people signed up already. By the time October came, I had 32 people signed up as membership. So our membership is growing and it's gonna continue to grow because you know what, the word is getting out now we have our local paper. Uh, they just came and took pictures on Saturday of our students and they're gonna publish it in the paper. And they're gonna give us two more um, uh, um, articles. articles about our students. So once we come back, we're gonna do an award ceremony for the students. And then we're also gonna talk about our recruitment and they're gonna give us those two articles that's coming up. Awesome, beautiful. Milwaukee and BDPA is very lucky to have both of you. Uh, and let's talk about also Miller Coors. And first of all, your boldness to go to your employer, something we encourage all of our members to do. And, and you went with them with boldness, you asked and they stepped up. So talk about Miller Coors participation and support of BDPA. Miller Coors support is 100%. They're all in and they're supporting 
this membership, not just the Milwaukee chapter, but also the Chicago chapter. So they're in support of both of those. Our CIO has also came out and spoke at some of the events, uh, whether it's in Milwaukee or it's in the Chicago office, but they have also came in and did a special guest appearance at some of the events that we've had at both locations. So they definitely have been in support, but one of the things that's in my goal this year is to get it higher from BDPA. That is my goal. My minimum goal is to hire one person from BDPA. Now I want to beat that goal. So as Sandy say, I'm a very competitive person. So I need at least two people. Wow, you heard it here. <laughs> and you know, that's, that's the full cycle of BDPA. We talk about from the classroom all the way to the boardroom. And in some cases, then the boardroom comes back and helps those back and keeps the cycle going. But you're absolutely right. It's not only the training, the competition, the grooming of the young people, preparing them for their careers, but then also getting them the jobs too. Yeah. Getting If you belong to BDPA employers, we have our uh, career fair here on Friday. Um, employers, they're snatching up BDPA uh, alumni and students when they when they see that on your resume. And uh, we have great testimony right here locally in Indianapolis. Eli Lilly um, just seen BDPA on the young people's resume. So parents and young people need to understand that, that this translates into the start of your career and on. So, you know, you are really planting some great seeds there in Milwaukee. But let me also, let's talk about your experience here at this year's conference. What has been some of the highlights so far? I'll start with you. I think that everything is absolutely amazing. I think that you all as a planning team have really uh, thought through all of the processes, but I understand that you have quite a number of years of experience here and, and it shows. You know, I think that the kids are very engaged. I think they're learning a significant amount of information, uh, things that they may not have had an opportunity to learn in uh, the training sessions that we've, we were doing uh, over this past year. I think they'll walk away rethinking some maybe some career options they certainly will walk away with a lot more knowledge and again from my perspective one of the most powerful things is they see um, professionals that look like them that is critically important to their psyche again operating from the philosophy that I must see myself in the picture before I take the picture serious and so um, I think they will walk away and think yeah technology may be something I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that um, so many of the uh, instructors uh, and chapter presidents and coordinators have said the same thing that the Milwaukee instructors have said but it's very much like when we have a child, we can tell that child something every day for a year and then someone brand new comes in and says it once and it's like an epiphany. You know, it's like they heard it for the first time in their entire life. So it's so nice to hear it reinforce what we've been teaching because I think they will walk away 
embracing some of those ideas. I also think it's great that they've had an opportunity to do some networking with some of the people closer to their ages, you know, some of the college students. And you mentioned Eli Lilly. We had an opportunity to talk with uh, some of their young people and Johnson and Johnson. And one of our students, two of our students, actually spoke with the vice president of uh, Johnson and Johnson this morning. They may have they have direct access to the vice president of information technology. It doesn't get any better than that. Uh, and he gave him, Wayne, is his name Wayne? Yes. Uh, gave, Wayne yes. He gave um, uh, the student his uh, email address hmm. and said that I expect to hear back from you. And so I think that's pretty powerful. Absolutely. You know, so I'm, I'm impressed, and I think they're impressed. If yes. not, I'm impressed for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, think, I, think, I, yeah, I think for me, it's been, uh, my main focus has been on the students that we brought from Milwaukee. And so um, I have just been really focused on them and making sure that they're doing the things that they should do. The one of the things that really amazed me and has really touched my heart is the other chapters reaching out to us and saying, this is what you should do and this is how you should prepare for going into the oral presentation or going into the written presentation. Don't worry, it'll be okay. I mean, this is your competitor, but they're coming over and they're helping you to be confident, you know, right. confident in what you're doing. And I thought that was just wonderful. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. If I can, I'd like to give a shout out to Audra from Chicago because when we uh, did, were getting ready for our oral presentations, we didn't know what to expect. But she came over and she gave us some insight, which I think, as you said, gave our children a little bit more confidence. And I hope it's okay to give that shout out, Audra. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I do, I say all of the chapters really came over and some of their um, coordinators came over and they really you know, said, welcome. You know, I thought that was really nice, you know, from Minnesota, from the Atlanta chapter, from all of the chapters really came over and they really spoke out to the kids and reached out. I think that was really nice and made the kids feel very comfortable. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, um, I think, you know, it's too many to name all the names. Yeah. Um, but I also believe that, you know, we made some really significant uh, networking connections here. And um, I think those individuals are genuinely um, um, focused on the success of the children. And they gave us some really great ideas. We will connect with those organizations and um, help to evolve the Milwaukee chapter. It's been wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Awesome, awesome. And, and you know, um, that's the thing about BDPA, both the, the chapters have their little healthy competition with the chapter of the year and the various awards, and then the students, but the students get to see and emulate the adults. It's a healthy competition, but still we're all part of the same family. Yes. And they do the same thing. You see those students, they're very serious about the competition, but at the same time, they're also bonding and connecting and, and that type of thing. But even among themselves, they're learning a valuable tool of teamwork mm -hmm. among themselves and um, all the students that we've had up here and interviewed them, uh, everyone's blown away at how articulate they are, how poised they are. Um, so, you know, 
no wonder employers are going to be seeking these young people if they can be this composed at this age imagine them as they continue on right. and already have found their passion already and we saw that at the the opening ceremonies um so you know it's all nerve-wracking and share with people because not everybody has the insight uh, but talk about the journey of the preparing students and then bringing them here um, all the way up to the the gala uh, can you kind of talk that through with what that is the chaperoning and coordinating well I, I could say we had a lot of lessons learned okay so we first started off we said okay we're going to, you know, recruit and get some students in. We're going to just focus on one school, being Washington High School of Milwaukee on Sherman Boulevard. Uh, so we said we were going to start with that school and start with those students. Four students came out, just four students. And we said, okay, we'll try to make this work with the four students. So we saw that, okay, this is not going to work because we wanted to have more because, you know, having four students, two may drop out or whatever. So we opened it up. And one of our um, members said, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to recruit. He was very passionate about this. He went out, he talked to churches, he talked to private schools, and we got more students in. We got to 20 students. Then we had these 20 students and we said, how are we going to do all of this? You know, how are we going to get the instructors in? So we had to get the curriculum together. We had to get the personal, interpersonal skills together because we wanted to make sure they not only understood what the, the, um, the computer part of things was going to be, but also the personal kind of things that they need to do, the personal skills, you know, trying to develop that, the interpersonal skills. And so we went through that, trying to get some people to do that. So we went through some stumbling blocks, but we made it work. Yeah. And we had some challenges with some students. We said, if you don't want to be here, we can't, we can't spend that much time on you. But if you want to be here, come here. Come here prepared. Mm -hmm. We're not here to babysit, but we're here to do something and to make something happen. Mm -hmm. And we, we have a goal in mind, and we want you to be on that journey with us. Mm -hmm. Sandy, you want to add anything? Um, the only thing that I think that I I can add is, yeah, we, uh, again, I'm going to use your grandmother's quote, nothing great ever happens alone. And during that process, we had so many wonderful people that stepped up to the plate. As you mentioned, uh, the gentleman that went out and um, recruited the students. At the same time, you know, we had the uh, support of MPS, you know, and they did uh, what they needed to do to provide the space. And, you know, we learned uh, one of the things that I think anyone, if uh, they are working towards building their program, there's two key factors, is the transportation and the feeding. <laughs> 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 you got to get them there and get them home, and you have to provide the breakfast and the lunch. Mm -hmm. I think those are significant pieces. Those will add to the possibilities of success because many of the children that we're working with may not have the capability of getting themselves there. You have longevity once you can um, get them there and get them home and we have to feed them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll say, when, when we started off, 
we, we made sure that we were going to structure ourselves for success. Mm -hmm. We focused on one goal. We had one goal, we set what that goal was going to be, and then we put the strategy around that goal mm -hmm. and said, okay, this is how we're going to make that happen. And our goal was to really focus on the high school competition. Although there's other pillars to what we would like to accomplish, uh, in our organization, we said this was going to be our top priority, and the other things was going to be the second. And once we got this going, and I know um, Ms. Sandra Scott had that in hand, I could go and run and start some of the other things. So I started up our programs mm -hmm. and said, what is it that people like to see? And so that, at night, I would just really struggle and say, how can I get people out? to come to some of our programs that we're having on a monthly basis. And so I went out there and I looked at Atlanta to see what was Atlanta was doing. I went out there and I looked and saw what Chicago was doing. I would go and participate. I would travel over there and go into some of their events to see what they were doing. I was just hungry for knowledge and saying, okay, how can I pull in? Because I'm one that believes in not starting stuff from scratch. If I can take from what somebody else is doing and improve it and, and mold it into what I want, that's where I start. Mm -hmm. And so that was the struggle or the plan that I wanted to do. And so we started having very effective um, program meetings. Mm -hmm. So we had program meetings on financial planning and we gave away things to get people to come out, money magazines, uh, uh, things like that. We also had on public speaking, how to be an effective public speaker. So those are some of the programs that we have started. So there's some things that we need to improve on, but we're working on those. And, and, and let me also add to that. I, I, I think you cannot understate that every step of the way there were people that said, let me help. You know, and most of us, because we have a corporate background, also understand the importance of taking a, a project from cradle to grave. So we understood the vision and uh, we had the flexibility to do it our way as long as we understood the vision and we stayed within the guidelines of the vision. And I think that uh, once you have those goals and understanding and the respect of the leadership, you can do great things. You know, one of the things that I do uh, uh, public speaking, and I tell most people, in your corporate environment, you may not have an opportunity to develop the skill set that you want to display. However, in your volunteer world, you can be whatever you want to be. VDPA is one of those organizations that if you want to develop skill sets, if you want to lead, then you have the capability of doing that, you know. And uh, we just, I just think we have awesome leadership <laughs> and awesome uh, peers that have helped to make this program be a success. And it's going to do nothing but grow. The framework is in place. And the leadership is going to stay there. <laughs> uh oh, she's <laughs> now, right? <laughs> well, the philosophy mm -hmm. on life, let me share one more thing if I may. Mm -hmm. Scott Institute of Learning believes in a belief cycle. Whatever I believe, and belief simply means that I accept it to be true. Mm -hmm. Your belief 
drives your thoughts and your feelings. Your thoughts and feelings drive the actions that you take and your actions drive your results. So yes, if you want to say speak it in the prophecy, then that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> but I am going to retire at some point. <laughs> Five, no, six years. I, I'm going to be with the program a long time oh. until they tell me. We no longer need your help. And that will <laughs> never, never happen. Never happen. <laughs> <laughs> but it is something that I have put in my mind to commit to long term. Absolutely. It is my passion and it is my long term goal to see some of our students that are just starting out with us to see them go from the classroom to the boardroom. That to me will be a full cycle of seeing and making sure that they're tracking from the classroom to the boardroom. Absolutely. And we're looking forward to next year, 2015, when we are celebrating 40 years of the organization and bringing back the alumni. So that even as we bring students, they can start seeing what their future looks like and see the right. achievements of their uh, predecessors. So I'm really excited about yeah. next year. Um, and one of the things I also want to bring up is, you know, this is a volunteer organization. So putting this all together, building up that type of thing, it's a lot of work, time, love, effort, um, but you also have your day job. So I want to circle back. Could you share with us what you do for Miller Coors? My day job, and sometimes, most of the time, is my night job, <laughs> <laughs> is I work in information technology at Miller Coors. I am responsible for their uh, ERP system, which is their uh, enterprise um, what I'm trying to say, but it is our, our enterprise system, uh, which is our software, which is SAP. And I'm responsible for that. I'm also responsible for our application development team. So anything when it comes to technical um, specs or anything with uh, technical creation, development of programs, I am responsible for that, whether it's SAP or non-SAP, and that's my role. Excellent, thank you. And I've been with the organization for 25 years, so I pretty much have been a part of IT all of that time, but serving under different operations, uh, processes that's been there. So I've had experience in supply chain, finance, uh, commercial, HR, all of those areas I have supported in information technology. So I know who I need to go to to make things be successful there at Miller Coors. Absolutely, and they must value you as well. And, and let's one more time acknowledge Miller Coors because thanks to them, we're not parched after these long days of learning <laughs> sessions. So share with our audience what a great sponsor Miller Coors is of BDPA. Miller Coors is an excellent sponsor of BDPA. They are a gold supporter of BDPA. And they're, like I said, they definitely want to have employees from BDPA to help them with their diversity and inclusion. We do have a diverse number of people that are working there, but they even want to grow that. They want to get young talent in so that they can grow that young talent. So Miller Coors is definitely looking out in the communities and sponsoring their community and making sure that they are a good corporate citizen. Um, so definitely, I just love Miller Coors for doing what they're doing for BDPA and allowing me to do this and giving me money because they are the ones that gave me the money to get our students here. So that was excellent, very much. 
Excellent. Absolutely. And we very much appreciate Miller's Court as well as, you know, there's a place in BDPA as well where we love our entrepreneurs. We love to hear those success stories. And, you know, I see it as a collaboration with Scott's Institute of Learning. So kudos to you for Thank your you. organization. And again, share with our audience how they can get in touch with your institute and, and um, even how that came about. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to start with how it came about. And as I mentioned, to you. Uh, Carmen and I have a long history of working with one another. Miller has uh, been involved for almost 25 years now with celebrating next year. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a big celebration yeah. on that. That's my other job that I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, they are great corporate citizens. Uh, and 25 years ago, the president of the organization started a tutorial program, and that is how Carmen and I really became uh, comrades, uh, because we were led to develop that program. Um, and we have changed the lives of hundreds of students over the last 25 years. What we have done uh, is the, the organization brings students in to our corporate headquarters and it's powerful. It is absolutely powerful because what happens in that process is uh, the professionals at Miller come down and uh, provide one hour tutoring. Now, research says that one hour with a child can change a child's life forever. and. Um, for a year, two hours a week, uh, students come into Miller and we provide them with a lunch and then we help to train them. Fortunately for us, we have seen many of the students that come into that program come full circle. We've seen them graduate from college where they have never considered going to college. And I must tell this story because you know that's my favorite story, mm -hmm. don't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we had a student that started in the third grade, and uh, he was a very challenged student. And Miller paid money so that he could have a personal tutor and sent him to one of the colleges so he could get additional help. And it still chokes me up to this day because when he graduated from high school, he came back and he was our main speaker for a graduation ceremony that we do for students that have completed three years. And he said, hi, my name is X. And he said, instead of graduating from cell, jail cell A to jail cell B, I am now graduating from high school. How powerful is that? Mm -hmm. How powerful is that? And <clears throat> for us to be a part of that and to know that he's not the only one that we've had that kind of impact on, certainly uh, that kind of power is what drives you to do what you do. And uh, I think it was influential in helping to develop Scott Institute of Learning. <clears throat> so, and uh, as I mentioned, what I do is uh, I work with third and fourth and fifth graders. And I'm going to give you one more piece of research uh, that I think is critically important is the data that uh, most schools gather 
for third, fourth, and fifth grade in terms of reading comprehension and math skills. That's the same data that is used to determine how many uh, penal institutions will be used in 10 years, needed in 10 years. If there are people that are genuinely concerned about changing the lives of children, that data could be used to determine what is needed to improve lives and make it better for a student. From my perspective, <clears throat> when we're working with eight, nine, and 10 year olds, a decade, 10 quick years, blink of an eye, they're 18, 19, and 20. Those are decision makers at that point. And if we, BDPA, we, Scott Institute of Learning, we, the tutorial program, have the capability of changing lives, it is more than our responsibility. It is our duty to do something, you know. And, so, and I, I do want to add on to what Sandy is saying. So Millicores also sponsor that program. It's called the Milwaukee Tutorial Program. So it is third, fourth, and fifth graders, and we ask the school to make sure that those students stay for those three years. So we follow those students from third, fourth, and fifth grade. And by the time that child gets to the fifth grade, that child has very much blossomed. And then what my goal, now that I've been introduced to BDPA, is take that child after the fifth grade and move them over into BDPA. Again, from the classroom to the boardroom. So Miller Course is really sponsoring two things. They just haven't put the connection. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, there goes radio. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Pretty soon it's gonna be from the cradle to the <laughs> the boardroom. But that is awesome and a beautiful model and so many people can take inspiration from it that, you know, we can make a difference individually, but as a collective individual collection of individuals, we can definitely make a difference and you guys are making Making a wonderful difference and thanks to the support of Miller Coors because these programs do need financial backing yes. and we need more sponsors and then we can reach more people and we can start building less prisons and more colleges yeah so with that ladies thank you for being a part of the BDPA family again congratulations on being an award-winning chapter and continued success to you thank you thank you thank you